Rachel Whitworth considers herself a connection catalyst and she's the founder of Let's Be Authentic and she's here with us now. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing so well. I'm really happy to be here. Thanks. Now, can you just describe to us, first of all, the basic idea behind Let's Be Authentic and what it actually is? Yeah, so basically I create opportunities for people to make more meaningful connections. So... I really focus on both the skills and concepts of how to be a better communicator, how to you know create those meaningful connections yeah. by just the way that we show up. But then also mm. I host workshops and classes where we get to actually meet people and connect with each other using some some fun activities that are designed to make connection really easy and fun. Yeah. And why is it important to have a good connection with another person? Well, I think... Connection is often overlooked as mm. such a fundamental need. I mean, it's kind of, to me, it's as important as, you know, eating and sleeping and drinking yeah. water. There's a way that we don't really touch on that, the fact that human connection is mm. really fundamental. And yeah. I mean, I've noticed a difference in myself. I mean, even since uh, the pandemic, just noticing like the impact of, you know, less connection. Oh, yeah. uh, and on days when I'm you know, in complete isolation, I start to feel my nervous system shift. Like I'm really sensitive to it now that I'm aware of it. Yeah. There's a way like, oh yeah, my body needs to be around people and needs to, you know, even get physical contact hugs and mm -hmm. all that stuff. So. Yeah. And um, why do you think that is that you want that? Because even now when we're here kind of looking at each other with the video on, do you feel that the connection still wouldn't be the same if we were in the same room? Well, I think there's different le levels of connection. I mean, right yeah. now you, you and I can connect on, you know, we can see each other. So there's a visual connection and certainly, you know, we can share and understand each other emotionally and mm. mentally. I do think there's some other levels of connection that are, you know, are missed on the virtual sense, but yeah. there's still a lot of great stuff that can be reaped from, you know, just being able to talk on, <laughs> on a video. I mean, yeah. I'm so thankful for the technology, especially in this right. last year. I think a lot of people were still able to get some form of connection, you know, mm. which is great. Yeah. I was thinking about that. What would it have been like before yeah. <laughs> before having all the technology? Like I can't even uh I can't even imagine. Oh yeah. The pandemic in like the seventies. Ugh, that would be weird. Yeah. It would be an extra layer of like really scary kind of, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it just, it's hard to even think about. And yeah. people have lived through it. I mean, yeah. the Spanish flu was, yeah. was a thing before the internet. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how they did that. Cause I don't know. Did they do lockdowns then? I know I've seen pictures of them wearing masks and stuff, but I don't know if they would have had lockdowns as a concept. I don't know. Right. I thought about that too. Yeah. Like, how would they even communicate? Like, yeah. don't leave your house. Yeah. <laughs> because Cause if you think yeah. about it, I suppose the Spanish flu killed millions of people. Maybe that's because they didn't do any lockdowns and just let it happen. I don't know. So maybe... maybe yeah. They did see each other and died as a result. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. So what are the best ways you can sort of train yourself to be better connected to somebody? Well, I mean, there's a lot of concepts that I teach. Um, mm. A lot of it kind of boils down to being more present yeah. with what's going on yeah. inside and 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 awareness as to why we do the things that we do. Mm. Um, so one of the, the real basic things that I touch on is assumptions and judgments, because yeah. we all have them. They're, you know, a natural part of human nature to have these assumptions. And yet how, 
how often are we actually living as if they're a reality and not checking them out or not at least being aware that they are just a story until we confirm that they're reality. And so <laughs> how is that impacting our interactions? You know, there might be somebody that you might encounter at some type of a event that you might have assumptions about, which prevent you from actually going up and talking to them or, mm. you know, so how does it change the way that we show up if we start to notice something like our assumptions and choose to do something different. Oh, I have a story about this person. So I'm actually going to like go check it out with them and see if it's true or, or like get to know them and see if it's true. Or, you know, maybe just put it aside and, and see what reality actually is. So, yeah. so that's one of the very basic concepts. And you know, there's a lot of other ones that we touch on in the different classes and stuff. But there's just so many ways that we can become more aware of what's actually going on between us relationally as yeah. we're connecting make it uh, so much easier to navigate yeah and a lot of people i'd say myself included are quite shy so would find it really hard to have a connection with somebody especially if they're a stranger so what kind of advice do you have for people that just want to kind of just be a little bit more confident to ask for directions and things like that. Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest, I think that, so what I teach is a is actually a practice. Hmm. So um, if you come to the classes and workshops, you actually start to work the muscles of, of communicating and in a way. So we do these structured exercises where there's, you know, there's different um, instructions that we're going to do. There's time limits, like you'll have two minutes to talk about this or whatever. And so by doing it, it's, it's just like, if you think of another practice, like yoga or meditation or something where yeah. on the yoga mat, I'm like doing these moves. And it's like, it's really also impacting the way that I feel in my day-to-day -day life if I'm doing it as a practice. Cause now maybe I feel better because I'm more stretched out. I'm have stronger muscles. So there's a way that I'm like standing up straighter and able to do my day-to-day -day stuff. It's, it's the same with this practice, there's a way that by practicing in a real structured environment, connecting with these, you know, with these different activities and exercises that are designed to make connection easy, then by going out in the real world, we can, those muscles are a little stronger, you know, and, and it becomes, you know, the awarenesses are stronger and we can show up differently. I mean, my life completely changed by having this practice kind of in, in my back pocket. Yeah, absolutely. And do you find that sort of the more people you practice talking to, you become more confident and better at having connections with them? Yeah, I mean, it's similar to, I mean, I, the phrase like, you know, perfect practice makes perfect. Yeah. Because it's really, you know, um, I mean, if you are practicing, you know, with this type of work where there is some intentionality behind what you're doing and, and like what we're thinking about, mm. then absolutely, the more people that you interact with, the, the stronger it's going to, those muscles are going to be and the, the easier it's going to be to, to communicate with others yeah. um, on a regular basis. And if you're, you know, continuing to do the same things that you've been doing, yeah. but doing it, you know, to, with multiple people, it may not give you the results you're looking for. So it really depends yeah. on what you're focusing on while you're talking to people. Yeah. And why do we need your help to be able to connect? What is wrong with us humans oh. <laughs> that we can't do it without your help? Well, I think that the, these types of skills are not taught. Mm. You know, in at least in the U.S., it's like this is not something that's touched on. Relational, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, work is just not focused on. And so unless we have people around us in our personal lives modeling how to really communicate and uh, connect in a real meaningful way, where do we learn it? Mm. So it's really uh, something that, I mean, for myself, I know I actually, because of the way I, you know, I was brought up and not having that example 
of, yeah. you know, how to connect well. It, I had the belief that like some people just have it and some people don't. Mm, it's like yeah. sitting next to a, a piano player and going like, oh, they're, they're really good. They must just have it. And it's like, yeah. no, there, there was a the skill involved and there's techniques involved. And it's similar with, you know, connection that we can actually learn the skills and become people who do enjoy connecting. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's really important. And my, my dream is that everything changes with how things are taught in mm. uh, just that, you know, people are aware of this stuff at a younger age and then I won't be needed. Yeah. <laughs> and to use another phrase that's kind of maybe overused, is there an element of fake it till you make it? You can sort of act confident even if you're a really shy person and be like, hey, do you know where McDonald's is when that's not really the real you? Yeah, you know, that's an interesting question because, you know, we talk a lot in this practice about authenticity. So it is kind of an interesting question of like, where does it fall into like kind of acting confident if it gets you kind of out the door Mm. versus, um, you know, actually being if you were being your authentic self, you might you might be like, oh, cowering and not really asking. So I do think there is a value in 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 faking it till you make it in certain contexts, like Mm. in, in believing in your own body that you can do a thing. And, th- and that's really what it's more about than yeah. uh, being fake or inauthentic. Mm. Um, and there is also a level, the other, one of the other concepts we talk about in this practice is leaning into your edge, like leaning out mm. of your comfort zone. Mm. So is there a way that you can challenge yourself in service of your own growth to like, I'm going to do a thing I don't usually do. And maybe <laughs> that's ask this person for directions, you know? Yeah have it strike up a conversation with this person at the bar, you know, like I'm going to do a thing that's uncomfortable, but I'm doing it hoping that it will have a reward, which is that I'll get more connection than I'm getting right now. Yeah. And to be completely honest, I'm faking it right now. Yeah. I'm a very shy person and I'm pretending to be confident because I'm on the radio. That's how it works. Yeah. So what is that like for you? I'm curious, like, how is it for you to fake the confidence well, knowing that you're a shy person? I think that in the beginning it was quite hard, but now I've interviewed like hundreds of people it feels sort of natural and I suppose it's sort of became real in a way. So I guess I have made it, maybe. You faked it and now you made it. (laughs) Yeah. And I suppose if you're scared of going up to somebody, what's the worst that can happen? They're not going to turn around and be rude to you just because you asked about something. Yeah, and I think a lot of um, what I think about is what is the why behind the things that we do or that we Mm. don't do? So yeah, if, if we're, I mean, I think in some cases people might not even explore that, like, yeah. oh, I'm actually afraid to, and here's why I'm afraid to go up to this person. But like, if you really sat and thought about like, what, what is it that has me afraid? Mm. Like, it might be interesting to kind of pull that apart and see, like, like you said, like, it, yeah. what's the worst that's actually going to happen? This person might ignore me or not answer me, but yeah. I can walk away and say, okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So how come you know so much about people's connections? Have you done your own research or is it just from your experience? Yeah, I mean, this has been my life's passion. I mean, mm. I it was such a pivotal point for me when I learned that there's a different way to be. Yeah. And so I just, I do, like, I I just am a sponge with, with everything around mm. me when it comes to this kind of stuff. And I, um, I, I'm certainly, I mean, I certainly have a lot more to learn. And I just, mm. I love helping to share with others. Like the more I learn, the more I just want to share it with others as far as there's other ways to be. There's other ways to be. It doesn't have to be 
so hard to be in connection and so lonely in life. Mm. Uh, because I think that's, that's really what it comes down to is like, are you getting what you want out of connection? Yeah. I think so many people are being depleted by connection mm. and then they isolate because they're like, why, why, why would I want that? Why would I want to like empty my tank by communicating with people? And what I'm out here to say is that there's a way to actually be nourished by connection. And it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. And you know what? There were so many people last March making this one joke, which was, I've been self-isolating for 25 years. So this pandemic makes no difference to me. Right, right. Yeah, I imagine there's quite a few people who were uh, okay with staying at home. Yeah. <laughs> given that, yeah. And is there anything wrong, really, if somebody decides actually they don't want to have good connection with people, they want to keep themselves to themselves and live a peaceful life on their own in their house? I think everyone is completely welcome to create whatever they want in life. You know, if, yeah. if someone is not seeking more meaningful connection and wanting to just be on their own, I mean, that's really ultimately for them to decide. And I, I fully support whatever people want, you know, like yeah. I'm available here for the people who are going, there's <laughs> something else out there, isn't there? But yeah, that's not going to be everybody. Yeah. And I think if you're getting your needs met from, you know, how you're doing what you're doing, I say, go for it. Yeah. And do you think there are quite good long-term benefits of having connections with people? Like, could it progress you in your career or just increase your happiness, maybe? Oh, all of that. I mean, there are specific health benefits of having mm. connection. I mean, they actually link loneliness to similar health effects as smoking, wow. believe it or not. Like, yeah, and smoking a lot, too. It's yeah. it's really, it does have a, an impact on our physiological state of being but then yeah you mentioned career and happiness absolutely yeah. it has the potential of i mean the more you are comfortable connecting with people i mean think about it people are everywhere yeah people are in jobs people are in friendships people are in relationships so mm. if you feel comfortable as a person connecting then it becomes this yeah. open door for like for changing just about everything in your world and, and that's mm. that was my experience it, yeah. it's definitely made a different i have a different world than i did before learning all this yeah that's for sure well where are we able to check out all your services if we're interested in having a good connection with all these strangers and friends yeah so if you go to my website letsbeauthentic.com that's yeah. where uh, all the workshops and classes and other resources um, are available so yeah i'd love to have you come check it out and see me at letsbeauthentic.com great well thank you very much for coming on the show today it's been great to have you here yeah thanks for having me i appreciate it